Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo, live with us from Wrigleyville in Chicago. The man everybody hates, Jim Rosati. What's up, Jim? Yeah, how's it going? I thought uh, I thought we could pull one out today, but we did. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, so, no, great day here in Chicago. How many, how many wins have you uh, witnessed now? Two. Two. Yeah. Congrats. Not like Bucko Mike, who's 11 for, 11 for 12. I mean, you can't compete with that. Can't compete can't. with that. But, uh, no, this took me to two and four on the season. So, yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put it to you this way. The Pirates lose today 3-2 to two to the Cubs. I was expecting 28-1 to one loss. So, I'll take it, – it's a little bit of a win. It's, it's a small victory. They didn't get blown out because you were there. So we appreciate that, Jim. It was it was somewhat of a watchable game. It was watchable because it was quick. But neither team, I feel like, played very well. No, they did not. And it's not as if the Pirates tried because we saw that lineup. So can we start there? Can we just start there? I'm so fed up. And I'm, I'm quite the patient person. And, you know, with this season – we know what it is, but I'm just sick and tired. And I've been harping, but I'm, I've, I've reached my point. I've reached it. It's the thresholds crossed, right? As Charrington keeps talking about in trades that they just have a threshold. And as long as it's passed, they'll make the trade. My threshold of Josh Van Meter and Yoshi Tosugo in this lineup, it's passed. I'm over it. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm done. And it's not just them being in the lineup. It is not the fact they start more than 50% of the games. It's the fact that Josh Van Meter was in the two-hole last night, and now he led off. Yet, O'Neill Cruz is batting seventh consistently. What are we doing here? Why are we doing it? And I'm over it. Yeah, I don't really know any reason to give as to why that's happening. It doesn't make much sense. Um, you know, I get I, – I don't really – like it, but I understand the logic when they say, like, playing the veterans at all costs, like, making sure you're playing the veterans right now before the trade deadline. But, like, Josh Van Meter isn't one of the veterans that has a chance of even being moved. So, like, why are we showcasing Josh Van Meter when we should be getting on to as many of as possible? And it just blows my mind. It, again, it just absolutely blows my mind because... We, we've we maybe touched us a little bit. You know, I don't really go too crazy on, like, the announcers and, and watching the game. And I know you didn't see the game because you were live. I don't care that, you know, your, your home announcers are homerish. I mean, they probably should be to a degree. I know Greg Brown gets a lot of hate being the company man and such, you know, and, and, and telling the Pirates. He probably should, you know. If he's up there and bashing the Pirates every single day, it's probably a bad look. 
But to me, it comes to a point where it's like when you're insulting our intelligence and for the very first at-bat, Greg Brown is talking about that and how you're seeing Josh family up here because you're looking to trade these guys. There is not one person on this earth that's going to trade for Josh Van Meter that's employed by Major League Baseball. So don't don't give me this like you're you're playing the veterans for the trade value. There's nothing that anyone wants to trade for Josh Van Meter. You can simply call up your worst middle infielder in AAA right now, and he can do just as well of a job. No, I I agree with everything that you said. Um, I, I I don't know why. I don't know why Van Meter is still on this team. He survived literally every roster crunch that there's been so far. Um, and, and like, I don't know. Is he on this team after the break, too? Like, do they just roll with him the rest of the year? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because when they, they the, the one dumb team that's going to trade for a Josh Van Meter, made the trade initially – we didn't understand why. As a middle infielder with a plethora of middle infielders on this club, why? And we pretty much said it's going to last until they cut down to 26. And that came and went. And then that, like, every week came and went, and he's still here. So, like, I want to tell you, logically, it's going to be the trade deadline. When nobody trades for him, they cut ties. But he's lasted every other time we've said it. So why should he just be cut of the deadline? I don't know. Maybe he does survive till September. That would suck. It would very much suck, so. And, and as opposed to today, these aren't updated after today's numbers. And, yes, he did have the double. And we'll talk about the game. But, again, i got some things to get off my chest. But coming back from the IL, your leadoff hitter tonight has batted 125 with a 213 on base percentage, a 14 way to runs created plus. So literally 80% of league. I'm sorry. He's 86% worse than league average. Almost everybody in the league is a better hitter than him. And he was your leadoff guy tonight. And Yoshi Suzugo is not much better. Him coming back from the IL, he's 178 on base 196. He's slugging 200. He's got a nine way to runs created plus. So, like, basically, you're, you're a cleanup hitter. Nine, he's 91% below league average. Josh Van Meter is better than Yoshi right now, coming back from the IL. And and no no Cruz bat seven. Designated hitter also. Hitter is even yeah. in the position. He doesn't like to swing a bat, so I don't know why he's a designator. I hope to walk. Which he didn't do tonight. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Just those strikes. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. All you need. I could go on for an hour, but we can't do that. These people aren't here really to watch me talk and vent about Yoshi and Josh Manor for an hour. Maybe they are, but I'll move on. Valid, valid complaints, though. But I guess let's talk about the game. And I guess if you're going to talk about the game, let's start with JT Brubaker, who pitched. You probably saw a lineup himself as well and said, well, I got to carry this team. Um, not his best start, but not a terrible start. He does go seven innings. He gives up um, – they were getting hits. I'm sorry. He goes six innings. They were getting hits, though. Eight hits off him, four strikeouts, two earned runs. What was your take live from Wrigley on JT Brubaker tonight? Um, he was okay. Like, he was effective enough. Um, 
You know, the Cubs were definitely hitting some balls hard off of him. They were getting on base, but then they couldn't really understand the rules of baseball, or I don't know what they were doing once they got on base. It was, it was a very cube-like uh, performance on the base bats today for the Cubs. How many guys were out on the bases? Was it four? I know three, right? Like, he picked one off, and then there was, like, two very bad base running. Yeah. I mean, there was At least four. three. At least three. Could yeah, be four. It was, I don't know if I've seen a, um, a more worse base running performance by a team in a long time. Yeah, and we watch the Pirates every single night. That's, that's what's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. So, again, like to JT, it wasn't the best performance. He got helped by the Cubs base running a bit. It was effective enough, like you said. I mean, the Pirates were enough in the game. He kept the team into the game. Gives up his first home run since June 14th. Like, talk about that a little bit. The home run has been something that's plagued him. He does give up a home run tonight. However, it's been a month, over a month, since he's given up a home run. So I'm going to kind of talk about how good of a stretch Brubaker's been pitching right now. He's been fantastic. Yeah, he's been really good. And, and even tonight, like, yeah, you can't get too upset with what he did tonight, um, even with the Cubs' help. Like, it was, it was a pretty solid performance. Um, yeah, I, I think we should actually count the Ortega home run. I kind of take blame for that. That dude just rakes when I'm in the building. I don't know what it is. I've seen, like, every Rafael Ortega home run, I feel like, <laughs> in his entire career. I don't know what it is. But, uh, yeah. no, as soon as he hit the ball, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Rafael Ortega again. <laughs> yeah, well, we blame you for everything, so I'll take that as well. But uh, actually, so getting on the Cubs in the base pass as well, and like with Brubaker, it's not like his defense did a whole lot behind him also. Josh Van Meter <laughs> makes an error at second base, which they actually counted for a hit. Clear as day should have been an error. I don't know. I mean, I assume you you saw that, but yeah, they they count that as a hit. So congrats, Nico Horner, for getting a hit. That's clearly an error because Josh Van Meter is just incompetent in every facet of MLB. Um, but yeah, like, so again, there wasn't the best defense behind him. But I will say, and this was something I'm going to bring up with Anthony. Um, Cal Mitchell had some pretty good defensive plays. And let's talk about that one throw to second. I mean, that was – it was a bounce, but it was on the money where he threw out – I forget who was trying to stretch a double. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. Was it, Con was it Contreras? Was it Contreras? I think it yeah. was Contreras. Okay. So let's say Contreras. <laughs> I think he was trying to stretch out a double, gets thrown out. Um yeah, I don't know if it's like I, I look and see like he still has an arm now or anything. But, I mean, he does play pretty solid defense in right field. Um, but I'll give him credit for throwing Contreras out. I'm sure, like you said, the sky report was on. Contreras was taken off because it was Cal Mitchell in the outfield. So here's an easy double, and Mitchell does end up throwing him out. Yeah, you got to give the Pirates credit that when the Cubs made these weird things happen on the base pass tonight, um, the Pirates took advantage of it. Like they got, they got the outs every single time. You know, we saw last year where somebody tried to get out on the base pads, then you know, we did it. It didn't happen. Guy to flee the country, right? So if we don't have anybody who like has to flee the country, 
from today's game. So that was a, that was a solid defensive effort. Yeah, I mean, we have two guys we hope to flee the country, but they don't need to. So yes, right. <laughs> Although I'm not sure if they'd be accepted in that country. I'm not sure if they're like, you know talented enough to be playing overseas. That's debatable. But anyways. Uh, yeah, so JT Brubaker, it's, again, it was just all enough start. I mean, for one of his not-as-good starts in this stretch, it wasn't terrible, so I'll give him that. Um, I mean, we can just kind of keep going down. Dwayne Underwood Jr., revenge game, I think, as you put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes one inning, a walk, no strikeouts. He just kind of does Dwayne Underwood stuff. But I mean, Anything he also wanna... benefited from from a base running out. That was, a, I think, a caught stealing. That was Heineman, right? When he threw another beauty of a throw. I mean, I can't speak enough about this catching tandem. And again, it's not like it's a good one, but for Pirate standards and what we saw coming into this year, knowing that neither of these guys were on the forty-man roster to even begin with in a bad catching situation. It's just like, I can't ask for it anymore. I'm just so, again, just the best word to put it, it's just so pleasant to have those two behind there to play defensively and even offensively some. You know, and again, Heineman had another hit tonight. So pretty clutch at a double. Got to third on um, a wild pitch, I believe. And then end up scoring because Josh Vameter actually hit him in on a double. So again, like the catching situation has actually been like a, a positive for the Pirates. Probably one of the best, better positions on this team right now as a whole. Delay's been really good, right? They've been really good. And Heineman's been steady. I mean, the, the, yeah. Pirates thought, the Pirates thought highly enough of Heineman to acquire him and get rid of somebody as talented as Andrew Knapp, right? <laughs> but, but, but for real, no, he's been, he's been, uh, he's been good. Good defensively. Um, he's not lighting the world on fire offensively by any means, but uh, he's at least putting together like big league at bats. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have, again, no complaints at all uh, for either of them. Um, but yeah, so like you said, Dwayne Underwood Jr., solid. Then De Los Santos comes in. He has an inning, a walk, a hit, gives up an unearned, no strikeouts. I felt like that inning was mixed. He came in looking strong, and then he he, he looked pretty frustrated as well. Um, got out of it, but again, the run came. Obviously, it gave the Cubs the lead and was the winning run. Um, but I don't know. What, what was your thoughts on De Los Santos tonight? Yeah, hold on. I'm getting kicked out of my area. <laughs> <laughs> they see the Pirates jersey. <laughs> no, Get that man out of here. But, um, yeah, so – Sorry about that. I get out of my way now. All right. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking just, down. The, just give the us a tour of Wrigleyville. You know what? No one wants to hear about this post game, so, anyways. We all saw it. We watched it. We don't want to relive it. Just give us a tour of Wrigleyville right now. And for those listening to the podcast version of this, I apologize. This sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, there's Wrigley Field. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, let's see here. There's a statue. I'm coming up on a statue. Let's take a look at, uh... Is it the Ernie Banks statue? Take a look at that. Yeah. I guess I'll just start making my way. Start making my way back towards the, uh, the red line. 
So why are they kicking you out? Well, it's so... So the part I was in was actually technically still part of the stadium. Um, so I think the game's... Now that the game's over, and it's been over for a while, they're kind of clear. Oh, gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah. But, Stupid out-of-towners. Yeah, so there's Wrigley behind me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the tour. All right, let's get back to this post-game. This, <laughs> this is not as fun as I expected. All right, so De Los Santos, thoughts on him tonight? Um, he started off strong. I mean, it was the error that ended up hurting him, right? So without the error, it's a one, two, three inning. Um, from, so from my vantage point, I didn't see good replay, but Cruz probably could have made a better throw, but also seemed like a ball Chavis needs to catch. Um, so I was just unfortunate that, uh, did that happen because I mean, yeah, and otherwise the run doesn't happen, right? That's pretty much how I took it as well. Being able afforded the opportunity to see the replays, unlike you on TV and such, it wasn't the best throw by Cruz, absolutely not, but it was certainly a catchable ball. And the way I put it too was as good as Chavis has played all year, and the, like the throws he has picked and what he has caught, this one baffles me that he didn't get to this one again. Was it a harder? Th- ball to catch. I mean, it wasn't easy, right? But that's certainly one he, he gets. So, it is a little bit shocking that also the error was on Cruz and not Chavis. I'll put it that way as well. That was surprising too. Like, I thought if anything the error was going to go on Chavis. Yeah. Uh, but instead, yeah, and when, when it popped up E6, I was, I was surprised. So were the people sitting next to me. They all bought E3. So it's a consensus. Were they Cubs or Pirates fans? So, it's actually kind of interesting. To the left of me, were Cubs fans from Montana. I don't know if I'd ever met anybody from Montana, Bernardo. But uh, yeah, no. Cubs fans from I Montana. I met someone who's moved on Montana. That's it. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a family of four. And and what was kind of interesting, very beginning of the game, the uh, the, the mother goes, "I really like that O'Neill Cruz guy." That was the first, <laughs> first thing. That's what she said. So no, but everybody around, everyone, anyone around thought uh, thought it should have been E3. Yeah, I agree. Any statues of 2,000 players around you? Would so, so Ramirez or Pryor? No, none of those guys. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, I, certainly I felt Cruz, again, wasn't the best throw, but it was definitely a catchable ball. And if anything, Chavis probably should have had the error. But I don't know. Let's go through the lineup. We talked enough about Van Meter and, and Yoshi and how this lineup was basically pathetic. But regardless – they go, I mean, the first inning, one, two, three. Gamble comes up, has a big hit. Gamble had a really, really good game again in Wrigley today. It seems like that's his forte. Uh, but he collected two hits. I'm sorry, he collected that one hit, had a walk, and a really, really nice catch in the outfield. So, I mean, Gamble had a big, big game today in that sense. Um, and that, that catch was awesome, too. Like, I was, I was in that corner sitting right there. And uh, so I was, I was right there when he caught it. it was a great catch. Yeah. It, it certainly looked good on TV. Yeah, I didn't get it was a good catch. You. Yeah. <laughs> well, like every – I mean, the Wrigley Field was – which was packed tonight. Wrigley Field was packed. 37,000 um, I saw. Yeah, crazy. I mean, the Pirates, they draw a crowd. It was well, it was gorgeous weather today. Just beautiful all day and then beautiful night. But 
No, the whole the whole crowd got on their feet and gave uh, Gamble a standing ovation for that catch. They were like, nice. it was very, it was very best best stands in baseball of them. Very St. Louis Cardinal like. Well, <laughs> I'll pass on what I was going to say. All right, <laughs> but but yes. So again, Gamble had a really nice game today. Um, Cruz, Cruz had two hits. One was a monster. One was just roped inches off the plate. <laughs> it's like one of those in like two days, three days. <laughs> right. So, but hey, he's not striking out. Uh, I mean, he did tonight, but not at the level as he's been. He, again, he's getting some hits now. I, it's it's small sample in the sense, right? I mean, pitch by pitch, at bat, at bat. But I'm tending to maybe start thinking, is he getting maybe a little more aggressive and swinging at balls? Seems like he might be taking the first pitch, but he's not letting that second one go by at this point in time. Just my perception. Yeah, I think we saw today, um, we've been so used to just like automatic 0-2 counts, I right. feel like, and, and we didn't see that today. So, yeah, maybe that has to do with him attacking earlier. Um, maybe it just had to do with he you know, got some pitches he was comfortable with. I'm not sure. It was just one game. So, but yeah, something to keep an right. eye on because – Definitely, he needs to be in better and more favorable counts. Yep, I agree, and that's why I said like it's small sample in that sense, but just something I picked up on yesterday was kind of the same way as well. So again, not sure if it's a change in the approach or not, or just the at bat how it's played out. But again, something to keep an eye on. Um, and but and also going down the hit uh, spree today, Brian Hayes two hits. Both uh, well hit balls too. Um, they both line drive singles. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take them. We need we need to see something from them. So it was a good start. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and then outside of that, it was basically that's it. That was your your Pittsburgh Pirates offense. Not enough. Three to two. That was it. Um, I don't know anything else. Like I guess really stood out to you today in the game that you want to talk about. Um, no, it was just, it was, it was a fun game there at the very beginning, uh, when the Cubs were making a lot of mistakes, you know, those are always okay. enjoyable. Uh, but you know, other than that, it was just another pretty poor offensive performance by the Pirates, something we're used to. And you're just not going to win very many games if you don't score more than two runs. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And, and again, I, I just don't, I can go on a rant and rant and rant. I really want to, but I feel bad for all of you guys to hear it. I just don't understand. You've, you've traded Vogelbach, who's your big power guy. Like The offense is challenged as well. How do you not be truthful yourself? Like how You're a GM. Like there's no, I'm sorry, there's no possible way you're getting phone calls on the Ocean and Van Meter. So why do this? Uh, why do this? And my... Not only they're bad hitters, but they're terrible defenders. And yeah, Yoshi was at the DH today, so it didn't affect him in that sense. But Fan Meter just shows time and time again he's just a very poor defender, and he cost JT Brubaker. You know, like, I'm not saying he cost him the game ultimately at the end of the day, but you know, like you have these pitchers going out there, they're pitching their heart out, they're pitching much better, and you're just giving them a crap defense behind them now because you want to tell all these guys out there, and like that's just what bothers me too. I'm just I, – I, I don't understand it. As much as 
Michael Chavis doesn't hit righties. He right he hits them just as well as Josh Vamier. And now, of course, made the error today. He plays a very competent defense. And like I understand Diego's challenge as well, but like let him learn to hit righties. Like Josh Vamier isn't the future. Josh Josh Vamier is not getting traded. And if Josh Vamier stinks, well, you know what? Diego stinks as well against righties. Maybe let him see some righties, and maybe he can get better at it. I mean, I don't know how many times we need to say that we're just we're done with Yoshi, we're done with Van Meter. I'm not entirely sure why they're still on the team. It doesn't make any sense. My counterpoint to Anthony's comment here is, to be fair, the non-Josh Van Meter defense helped JT Brubaker overall today. You know what? Yeah. Where's Marcano? I mean, Mitchell, Marcano is, is actually pretty hot today in in not today, but really hot currently in AAA. No, it's not. I'm I'm good. Thank you, man. <laughs> What's going on? Uh someone asked for money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're so mean. But but that's this is where I'm at is like, where's Marcano? I understand. I point out with Bay, right? But Bay isn't on the 40 man. You have to make the move, which you can easily just, you know, get rid of Josh Banner and do so. But you can have Marcano up here. And sure, like the non Josh Banner has helped out the defense behind him, but then you could also have Marcano help out. Like you can have maybe eight good defenders and not six. Yeah. Or, or I mean, you could, I mean, they played three outfielders today, but. Who knows if that's going to continue? Now with Marusnik on the IL. Do you want to speak on that a little bit? Him going to IL, the trade value or the trade possibility? Like, is that over? Do you think turf toes? Yeah, I mean, it definitely diminishes the value. I mean, I don't know how many people, if they are going to trade for him, they're not going to give up anything. Like, it's going to be cash at this point. You're not going to give up any real people for an injured Jake Marusnik. Right. And I never was on board of giving up real people. I felt it just made sense. International money, Jake Merzik, and I'm happy with all of that. But now the injury, yeah, I don't know. Like, does he even get traded as one thing? And if he does, it's sure as hell going to be a lot of international money or anything, just cash considerations maybe, if anything. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of a blow because I, I definitely felt he was getting traded and a team would definitely want him. It wasn't going to be high stakes, but that's why international money kind of made sense, which, by the way, won't be a draft if anyone's worried or wondering. Yeah. <laughs> or thought it ever so would fun. be. So now you can just keep Yoshi, give him a qualifying offer. <laughs> and take the draft pick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, you don't think he would accept like a $17 million deal, right? Oh, no. I mean, now it's got to be 18 something now, you know? But still, are you accepting it just a one year deal at $18 million as Yoshi Suzuko? No. Exactly. So <laughs> you, can, you now have the ability as a Pirates team to offer him that. When a team signs him to a long term deal, you get the draft pick. Keep on building, baby. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So other than that, there was nothing else that really happened today as far as transactions, I guess. Um, we saw the game wasn't pretty obviously with an L Jim was there so we knew that you're not going to be at the game tomorrow are you 
since it is a day game. Not also. going to be at the game tomorrow. No. But this was it. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. So everyone, you can go ahead and watch once again. You can watch the game. You can wager whatever you want. Yeah. Everything in your as 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 we were tweeted, right? Everything in their FanDuel account. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and get out of here. Jim, I thank you for coming on live in Wrigleyville as you're getting kicked out. Um, any last words? That stupid Go Cubs Go song, it's the worst thing in the world. Worst thing in the world. And they just played over and over again for like 10 minutes. Awful. Yeah. Well, imagine being a Cubs fan. Then again, imagine being a Pirates fan. Yep. Sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Finish up this series against the Cubs. Hopefully the Pirates can split it. Um, actually, you know what? I don't even know who goes tomorrow. I did not even check. Probably do that. It is. Oh, yeah. Bryce Wilson against Keegan oh, Thompson. Yeah. So yeah. If only we had somebody in AAA, you know, who wasn't building his arm up. I and mean, we'd be a lot better off. But how could you manage that in – in the majors. Right. Exactly. You, you understand you we have to send the pitchers to AAA. That way we can manage them. That's why Holderman's there. We got to We got to find out what he has. So that's why he's in Indianapolis to do so. All right. Let's get out of here before we're going to turn another hour of this nonsense. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, like, do all that good stuff with us. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. See you guys.